Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Speed Force Media. My name is Eleanor. I'm Derek. And today we're going to be doing a full spoiler review of Halloween End, so this is your warning now. If you have not seen the movie, click away. We'll give you three seconds. <laughs> All right, so I'm assuming the rest of you have seen the film, yes? Good. All right, just warning you guys right now that opinions are like assholes. Everyone has one. Ours is going to be slightly different than yours, and that's totally fine. We just want to hear your guys' comments down below and just try to keep it respectful of one another, as you guys always do. Thank you so much. Derek, do you want to kind of lay the ground out for us on this? Yeah, so I just want to say right off the bat that I am a big Halloween fan. I'm a big fan of this franchise. Um, I even like Jamie Lee Curtis, which I know is like seems like tough waters to say nowadays. But um, I, I I have liked almost at least over half of the Halloween movies. There's a lot of them, and there's a lot of bad sequels. This is a bad sequel. I loved Halloween 2018, and when I heard how many people were upset with Halloween Kills, I was really disappointed. And so when I went into Halloween Kills. I went in with much lower expectations, but doing so, I got a, some part throughout the movie, I ended up looking at you and I remember saying, I don't get it. I don't understand the hatred quite yet. Like, I've pretty much liked everything I've seen. That movie had great kills, great soundtrack, and basically everything with Michael, I thought in that movie was awesome. And it felt now, pretty genuine to the series. But the side characters were trash. The characters were stupid. They made stupid decisions. But I will at least say there was at least a couple of likable characters in that movie. I'm not going to get into a full re-review of Halloween Kills here, but I did like that movie more than most people. Um, I did have problems with it, but I did enjoy that movie. This movie makes Halloween Kills look so much better. And I really thought that they would learn their mistake from taking Laurie Strode out of the spotlight. They did it in ha the original Halloween 2. They did it in Halloween Kills. And that was the biggest mistake of Halloween Kills was t just leaving Laurie in the hospital, just like they did in the original Halloween 2. And they kind of, you know, she was in a more of this movie, maybe, but it didn't feel like it at times. You know, it started out with her very heavily. But then as the movie went on, I felt like there was a 20-minute gap where we're talking to this guy, Cor Cor Colton Corey. I don't even remember. And he had 90% of the screen time. I Yeah. How did you feel about it? And how do you feel about the franchise? Well, I love Halloween, the original movie. I actually really liked the original Halloween, too. Yeah, there's problems with it. But for the most part, yeah. I'd say it's a decent film. Yeah. There's some logic lapses, like her crawling toward the hospital and being like, Michael totally would have caught up by now, it's but nothing, he's choosing It's to nothing compared to the original, but it's a good... Well, some people do like it more than the original, but it's a fine movie. Um, there is a lot of bad Halloween sequels. Is this one of them? Yes, I would say it's a bad one. I did love Halloween 2018. I thought it was a great sequel to the first movie, and I thought it made sense with how Laurie was feeling. I felt like it was genuine and kept consistent with the rest of the franchise if you just count, you know, the first movie and this one and skip all the other sequels. I haven't seen all of them, but I've heard they're bad. <laughs> At least some of them. And I would say with Halloween Ends that I found myself a lot of the time watching this and being like, is this utter garbage? Is Derek noticing that it's utter garbage? Like, is he experiencing the same feeling? And I'd look over and you're looking at me like, what the fuck are we watching? 
I mean, it felt like a crappy romance film for the first 40 minutes of the movie. I looked at you and said, where is Michael? He showed up for the first time at minute 36. It was just a minute 36? No, 36 minutes. Oh, 36 minutes into the movie? Yes. But I feel like he didn't do anything even somewhat impactful till like 50 minutes in is when we really saw him do anything. And I couldn't even tell you what it was. This he movie started is so... taking on the protege, which is not consistent with Michael's character. I don't care who says that. He would never work with somebody. Never. Well, in Halloween five and or 4, 5, and 6, he's with the cult and whatever. So I feel like this, this sequel franchise or trilogy kind of went and made some of the same mistakes that other Halloween sequels did. Like, for instance, Halloween Kills, leaving Laurie Strode in the hospital. Same mistake that Halloween 2 did. You should have had her in the spotlight the entire time and not had her drugged up. In this movie, you introduced an idea that it seems like Michael's been depowered, living in a sewer for years and years and years, and he's just transitioned to, like, a 70-year-old man or whatever. And it just seems like there's no aspect of strength or supernatural ability to him whatsoever. In Halloween Kills, it was established he is not after Lori. He does not care about Lori. She was just some woman that ended up getting away in the 80s. And they're not siblings and it has nothing to do with her. All he wanted to do was get back to his house. And then she said at the end of Halloween Kills, as he's killing her daughter, every time he kills, he transcends. So it sounds like, okay, so every time he kills, he gets stronger. Hence why in that awesome street fight scene i thought which was a little over the top he gets stabbed in the back of the neck he gets shot a hundred times he gets beaten by 18 guys and you're like holy crap maybe this is it and then he just gets up and kills all of them and you know so it seems like okay he's definitely got some supernatural abilities and then in this movie it's like all of a sudden he's back to being just a human being and then randomly okay he killed somebody so now he's strong again okay all right, so now Michael's back. But then he's just hanging out in this sewer while, like you said, the protege is out running around making cheesy fucking laughs whenever he looks at the camera and is just like, hoo, 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 I'm crazy, I'm a good kid, but there's also been this bad kid in me this whole time kind of playing into like maybe a split personality thing that literally went fucking nowhere. And this whole idea of him being a protege and Michael just hanging out in the sewers, and then this kid comes back to the sewers, tackles Michael, overpowers Michael, who is now full strength again, right? Leaves him knocked out from a tackle, takes his mask, and is like, okay, now I'm going to go be Michael Myers. I'd say one of my biggest problems is in this is that in the beginning, you see a newspaper clip, and it just briefly flashes by. If you blinked or looked at your phone for five seconds, you didn't notice this part of the movie. And it's a really important part of the movie that never gets mentioned again. It is a newspaper article that says, Myers House Demolished. Yeah, I never saw it. And if you don't see that, you're like, okay, whatever. I don't know why Michael's acting so weird. But if you did see that article, you're like, okay, so maybe his strength is attached to the house and not to how many kills he takes which is what in halloween kills they said is that the more he kills the stronger he gets 
And then you're like, okay, maybe it is the house. And then later he gets his strength back, so you're like, okay, it's not the house. And he's following Lori again. If it's not about Lori, then why is he stalking her? If it's about the house, why is he stalking Lori? <laughs> right. it, it makes no sense. It completely sense. fucking undoes Halloween Kills, which was already kind of scrambled. You know what this feels like to me? So do you know... Okay, I'm about to get real controversial here, everyone. Hold onto your seats. Hold and don't, your asses. Don't click off just because I say this. There is a trilogy that came out trying to attach themselves to an original trilogy that came out in the 70s, and we all had controversial opinions on it, and it's Star Wars. In The Last Jedi, there was a lot of risks taken that for some people didn't work, for other people it did work. And Rise of Skywalker spent a lot of time undoing that to redo what was in the seventh one, and it just felt like a hot mess. I feel like Halloween Kills is your last Jedi, and this yep. is your Rise of Skywalker. Yep. And yet, and yet, it's the same fucking director, David yeah. Gordon Green, and who like, did the first movie, Halloween 2018. Plan, do we not plan this out? Because Halloween 2018, I feel like, is flawless. It's a wonderful movie. It's great. It has all the essences I of Halloween. I wouldn't say flawless, but it's a wonderful sequel to the original. Right, and I would say that it's... It holds a lot of those themes very clear and dear. Meanwhile, you go into Halloween Kills and you're like, all right, some of this stuff doesn't feel like it fits. It kind of feels cheesy at times. The kills are great. Michael's great. And then you go into Halloween Ends and you're like, where the fuck is Michael? That's the entire movie I kept asking you and getting irritated. Like, I would... when is Michael going to show up? I don't get angry at movies, but I'm angry. It was I don't get angry about yeah. a lot of things. I don't get angry about a lot of things. But this is one of those movies that it actually did anger me. Movies don't piss me off. Usually <laughs> I just get disappointed and be like, well, that was a waste of time. I'm angry. I'm going to die <laughs> with two hours less because of this movie. Two hours of my life I will never get back. Yeah, it was two hours, wasn't it? That's it was a, an that's hour long. and 50 minutes. And Michael was in one and a half of them. Just kidding. He was in longer than that. But it didn't feel like much longer. Okay. I checked the time. It was an hour 30 out of an hour 50 runtime where Michael and Lori are in the same room. Oh, we hit an hour and 30 and that's when it happened. Yeah. So you could have taken 20 minutes out of this movie, which was the 20 best minutes, which was also, we'll get to that, but you could have taken this entire arc with this whole protege bullshit. I understand that like they were going for something new, which I would almost applaud them for. Because I feel like in Halloween Kills with the whole hospital scene and the riots and all that, they said it was filmed before COVID, so it wasn't about the real riots in our world. They were trying to do something new. For me, they didn't execute it well enough in Halloween Kills. For this, I have no idea what they were trying the to do. The protege thing would have made sense if he didn't fucking die. But right. he died. So it's like, so that whole amount of time felt wasted and felt garbagey. Why couldn't we just have real Michael Myers? Why didn't we have to have a fake one just to get to the fight scene that we wanted to see that lasted three fucking minutes? Yeah. And not only that, okay, so if you guys are going to watch this movie, have it already, or if you've already seen it, go back and watch the Lori and Michael fight scene. And Derek pointed this out to me, Rui wound it a couple times just to see this. She stabs his hand into the counter. And I, and I believe it's the mutilated hand. It is. It's the one without the fingers. And it's pointing toward the doorway, away from the fridge. Away, right. Y'all catching my drift here. He goes after her after she stabs him in the chest and she knocks the fridge over on his knee. She stabs the other hand and it's facing the fridge. And then we pan up 
and the other hand that was facing the opposite way is now facing the fucking fridge instead of the doorway. So even in their own goddamn movie, they couldn't have continuity in a scene that goes from scene to scene to bam. You see the hand has changed. And then, all of a sudden... He rips his hand up and chokes her, and you look, and the hand that was now facing the wrong way doesn't even have a knife in it anymore. <laughs> You're like, they couldn't even try that hard. And the ending, I'm sorry, this is garbage, because I have always loved Halloween for the realism that it has in how the police handle their things, oh how all the people God. react. And then the police are like, no, let's tie Michael Myers' body up to the roof of Allison's shitty car with the muffler going all crazy. Everyone's going to make a fucking parade. First of all, how the fuck did they all know Michael was dead? He died 15 minutes ago. The news fans aren't even there yet. And yet There's everybody no in way. town There's showed up. no way everyone knows. Then they get to these, like mechanics yard that somehow is a trash compactor they never explained where the setting was they didn't explain how characters were related okay that's a different rant though but the yeah, end of the if, movie if, if if colton or Corey, yeah. if that was his dad his stepdad or what his boss the fuck who it was, was it yeah and then you get to this like this scrapyard area i guess and they put Michael's body in it, and it squishes, and it looks like the most fake mannequin fake I've ever seen in my entire oh, life. Oh, I, I don't think it was mannequin. I think it was CGI, but you could be right. It looked so bad. And then you have all the police officers standing there like, and the This sheriff, isn't how we do it. It is tonight. tonight. It's like that is so, <laughs> not only cheesy, but it's so unrealistic. It pulled me out of the movie because I'm like, there's no fucking way in this universe that they would do that. No fucking way. Because they all acted so professional in the rest of the times. They're investigating the murder, blah, blah, blah. Sure, they let a psychiatrist run around with a gun. But that's just Dr. Loomis, okay? We love him. (laughs) But then you get to this, and I'm like, I'm angry. (laughs) Because it doesn't make sense. It's like such a lapse of judgment. How does everyone know? How are we all in a parade? How did we all collaborate that we were making a parade? Why are we all there body surfing fucking Michael Myers? <laughs> body surfing this guy. <laughs> holding him up like a menasonic like figure. Holding, yeah. And literally when you could be just dragging him. Like it's a fucking corpse people and it's the it's Michael Myers' corpse of all people. There's so many tropes in this movie. Not just the horror so tropes. Oh, the dialogue was absolutely garbage and predictable yes. everything in this movie is predictable whether it was uh cory or even allison and allison they weren't acting the... like themselves at no all. None allison of and even Lori in the f- did not act like the same character from the first two movies at all whatsoever and the time jump doesn't explain it enough and i feel like there's a lot of things in this movie that needed to be explained i didn't know how characters knew each other i couldn't remember characters because they were a either not given names or be so forgettable that i can't remember them like we see the father of the kid who died in the beginning of the movie later in a bar and it took me until he said i wanted to be better than my wife for me to know who the fuck it was when i felt like i should have known who it was immediately i did not know who i this still was. have no idea what you're talking about <laughs> and i just watched the movie 10 minutes ago and that's just a perfect example. Another thing, the grocery store scene was so awful, and the payoff was just for him to bring her a basket of fucking vegetables, vegetables. at the end of the I movie. And then I pointed it out to you. I'm like, what do you is remember? that character's name? Frank. Frank. Okay, Frank. In Halloween 2018, 
was one of my favorite characters. He's an awesome actor, and he was done dirty in Halloween Kills. Him and Laurie both just stuck in a fucking hospital the entire movie. And I, you know, I gave Halloween Kills a lot of slack because it's in the middle. You know, it's not the first, it's not the last movie. So it can be the most flawed because it has another chance to redeem itself. This movie, just all of the flaws of Halloween Kills just set it on fire. And then just made all of these random, predictable, stupid, idiotic decisions, whether it's the romantic tropes that you were talking about. This they was knew each other for four fucking days, three maybe. Da- yeah, three days. And she's crying that he won't sleep with her one minute. Then, you know, like she's just totally acting like a completely different character. I understand, yeah, her parents were killed. She acted like herself at the that. very end when Michael died, yeah. but that was it. Same with Lori. She did not act like Lori until Michael was in the house or when she was being attacked. It was like, okay, finally, someone's acting somewhat smart when she shot the pumpkin. And it's nothing to knock on the actresses because they did great with what they had. But The Allison actress, too. Like, she really pulled some of those scenes where she's tearing up. I'm like, man, you were trying so hard for dialogue. That is so bad. Yeah, it's like I feel bad for them because the writers, like, or the director, I don't know where we went wrong on this, but we took a left turn and we kept turning. We never got back on track. It just seemed like there were so many different ideas they were trying to do. Like, for instance, in the Thorn trilogy, they had the cult thing going on, the cult of Michael Myers, and like, and even in uh, Season of the Witch, you watch a TV and it makes you go crazy, you put on a mask, you go and kill people. It seems like there was some certain elements pulled from that trilogy not only in this movie but also in halloween kills a little bit um there's just little things like that and i'm like okay so you know that yes those that trilogy does have a small fan base but the majority of halloween fans and the average movie going audience either didn't watch that trilogy or didn't like it and it didn't perform well none of those three did and it just seemed like they were going for like trying to pay homage to that in a way with the whole the ascending one minute and then one minute it's like no we're setting up a new Michael Myers like for but instance but is he possessed or is he just a protege yeah, they... we have he has Michael's eyes right he has Michael's I have no eyes idea what that means. is Michael going to be body jumping at first I was like okay it would make sense like, it's like his Jason that Jason movie where he was like goodbye Jason I think it was goes Jason to hell. hell yeah right so Michael at one point it seems like okay is he getting old is that why he can't kill people anymore is, is that why house? he's been living in the sewer is it his power gone because the house has he not killed anybody in a long time if it's because and then he killed somebody got strong again and i was like okay so it's definitely because he hasn't killed in a while but, but then i'm that's like that's also a plot hole because that old homeless man was like he brings people in the sewer and he doesn't come out right. don't get me that mask it's like obviously is he's it, been killing people is it like a temporary fix now that the house is gone they just completely let that out i feel like that was something that this was like probably a six-hour movie and that's a crucial scene or crucial moments that you just left out of the movie of like how does michael get his powers because you see him losing them and gaining them and not explaining why is it because of the house is it the mask is it killing by six hour movie do you mean all three together 
No, I'm saying this movie oh, felt, felt like, like it was a six-hour movie that was chopped into pieces and left with an hour 50 minutes, and they decided to leave in the worst parts. And they had, like, three different endings that they left three different parts in. Like, hey, maybe this version, it's because of his mask, or this version, it's because of his house, or this version, it's because he's killing, and then they just left the best of those scenes or something. Like, I, I have, I'm so confused. And like you said, I rarely get mad about anything. Halloween Kills didn't really make me mad. Other than that hospital scene, that did piss me off. But everything else, it was fine. This entire movie fucking made me mad. And if I was in a theater, I would have walked out. Thank God we stayed home and just decided to watch it on Peacock, which usually I'm all about supporting the theaters. But I didn't want to take a chance. I thought this movie was going to be good. And wow. So makes me feel so stupid because I was like, hell yeah, I'm so excited for Halloween Ends. I've been waiting for this since Halloween Kills. I'm so excited to see the end of the trilogy. It's going to be the best one. And then I hear about the review embargo and I'm like, oh shit, here we are. Yeah, I And mean, then we God started damn. watching it and I just looked at you, like, especially when Lori's like, you just got to find yourself a man that makes you want to rip off your clothes and show him your tits. I'm like, And then she like what? throws the spaghetti on the floor and I'm just like, okay, this is a completely different Lori. I'm glad to see that she's healed a little bit and that she's moved on. You know, there's been some character growth since the last movie. But then she just goes right back to where she was in Halloween 2018 by the end of the movie. Yeah, right. And so, it's like, why didn't we just stay in that area if that's where we were going to go back to? You know, I don't I don't mind. I would have preferred it if her character had died. It would have been a nice close to the chapter. Right. Right. Yeah, if both and that's another thing. Another reason why I think there was multiple endings filmed for this movie, multiple scripts even, because the trailers, there's, okay, sorry, there's always footage shot for trailers that is meant specifically for the trailers. That's meant to throw off the audience. And in one of the trailers, Lori says something along the lines of, maybe that's the way it ends if he dies and I do or something like that. So they're playing into the whole suicide thing throughout this movie and i'm like okay so that goes in line with one of the lines uh we heard in the trailer right that went absolutely nowhere it was another one of those things that just went absolutely nowhere like the protege went absolutely nowhere the whole body jumping scene michael's eyes and this kid nowhere i will say the opening scene was tense for me because i was expecting michael to jump out i was not expecting this poor little kid to fall through all those stairs and have his neck fucking snap back and just his gush all over. It's yeah. just terrible. And it, yeah, it was shocking. But it instantly reminded me of that hospital scene in Halloween Kills of the dude jumping off the building. And I was like, is this really the way we're opening this movie? Um, it just feels like, you know, it was shocking, sure. But it just felt shocking to be shocking, kind of. And it didn't feel like a Halloween movie because I feel like Michael should be the one to make the first kill. Yeah, and I was like, okay, this is going to seem like an unnecessary side plot that turned out to be an hour 30 of the movie. Right, and I just want to give a small shout-out here to Jeremy Johns. Yeah. Because he said in his review that, you know, well, before he gave the spoilers... It was a, yeah, it was like a review that he posted well before it was, the movie was even out. Yeah, and it was like, the plot is not the actual plot of the movie. And it's like... 
Okay, that worries me because, um, like, what I mean by that is the plot we see in the trailers that is pushed toward us, which is Laurie versus Michael. It's going to be this epic showdown. You think the entire movie, we're gearing up for this? No, absolutely not. No. Half the time we're on, like, have you ever played a role-playing game and you do all the side quests and they feel stupid just so you can get EXP? This is the side quest movie. This is all the side quests. All the characters are doing the side quests. And there's no fucking reward. No, you don't Look, get a cool armor afterward. <laughs> I know we've if you if this is your first video hearing us on Speed Force Media, you must think we're very aggressive people. I promise you we're not. Usually we're never angry. We like to talk about the things we love. Everything we love in the world of entertainment, but right? This movie's just embarrassing. This, not only embarrassing, but misleading. This trait, all the trailers, you can say, yeah, trailers hide things all the time for sure. But this trailer was promising a movie of a showdown between Michael and Lori. And we kind of figured from that trailer that we were going to get maybe even multiple showdowns. I felt like the fight between Corey and Lori was longer than the yeah. actual fight between Michael and Lori. And it, that didn't start. And she till, had a monologue during the middle of it. Yeah. And that didn't start till hour 30 of the movie. Which most of the Halloween movies' runtime is an hour and a half, hour 45. So you had a longer runtime. You had extra time to write a script. You had the right studio backing you because it's the same studio that did Halloween 2018. Same, same writers, same directors. You got Jamie Lee Curtis. You got an amazing Michael Myers in... Uh, uh, oh James my, Jude Courtney. Thank you so much. Yeah, he's probably my favorite Michael. I will Maybe. say it was nice to see Nick Cowell. Oh, again. that okay. Thank you for reminding me because I am just struggling to find anything redeeming about this movie at all. That's that was the best that part. That was it. That was it. Hats off to them. Okay, so I can say there's at least usually I can find redeeming qualities even about movies like Batman and Robin. You know, at least it's so stupid it can put a smile on your face. But when a movie makes you mad, when a movie promises you something like, "Hey, epic showdown." 40-year conclusion to this franchise. Laurie Strode walking away from Final Girls and the horror genre. This is huge for her career. Like, she said it so many times. Without the horror genre, without Halloween, the original, she has nothing in her yeah, life. she said without Laurie Strode, she had nothing in her life. This was like the end game for Halloween movies. This end... They were pumping it up to be like that. This wasn't the fans doing it. They were doing it with right, all of their there were press. Some fans that were like, well, let's see after yeah, Halloween Kills. Right. There's a lot of people that were a lot smarter than me about this movie uh, oh, same going here. into it. Lori, Lori, Jesus. Jamie Lee Curtis had the wool pulled over my eyes. Oh, yeah, they all did. And you I know, was like, this is going to be good. I'm just going to be optimistic because I actually liked Halloween Kills for the most part. There were some parts I didn't like, but I loved Halloween 2018, and I really liked Halloween Kills. And I was like, this one's going to be as good as 2018 or better. I'm so excited. Like, Me too. When I Me saw the trailers. Me fucking too. And then I heard about the embargo, and I'm like... If you don't know again. what the embargo is, uh, it's basically you can't talk about the movie until a certain time. And they, they wouldn't lift the review embargo until a few hours before the movie released. That's a bad sign. Because if a movie's really good, you have nothing to hide. But if a movie's bad, you don't want people to see the reviews because you want the box office to be at least good. And, you know, when they put Halloween Kills on Peacock and in theaters streaming day and date, I didn't think anything of it because 
went H- and saw H- it in theaters. HB- right. We went and saw it in theaters because it looked great. And HBO Max was doing their day and date release date stuff too because everything that was going on in the world. So I didn't really think anything of it. And then when they announced Halloween Ends was also going to be doing the day and date stuff, even though all the theaters were open, I kind of was like, okay, um, are they really just that desperate to get subscribers on Peacock? Because we all know Peacock's not up there with Disney+, Plus, Netflix, all that. So do they really think Halloween Ends is going to be that for them? And I truly thought that they were that delusional, but I actually thought they believed in this movie. And my hat's off to the marketing uh, department because they marketed this movie as best as they could. They hid all of the bad, and they left only the stuff that we wanted to see, but stuff we had already seen before, but better. Right, and not only that, I'd like to say in the trailer that Corey guy was like, are you prepared for when Michael comes back? Because he's going to come back. So I thought that he would just be a side character. I didn't realize that we were going full on like psycho killer on this. It kind yeah. of felt, it kind of felt like um, in the TV show Dexter when he took on a protege. I did not like it at all. Well, I didn't mind it because we you know we're not going to get in. <laughs> I'm not going to get into that. But it, it, when when Corey's down in the sewer. And he runs into Michael for the first time. I think that's like the 30-minute mark or something like that, right? So we're like, hey, finally, Michael, uh, why are you behind a wall? Why is your head sticking through this wall and you're choking this guy? And then all of a sudden, it zooms into his eyes. And I'm pretty sure one of his eyes was still open. I could be wrong. The eye that was damaged, that's like shut or whatever, Mm -hmm. or blinded. I don't know. But anyways... They look into each other's eyes and then have like some sort of Charles Xavier moment between the two <laughs> where they're all like, oh, I can see into your brain and you can see into mine. Oh, I see Cerebra. that. Oh, you kill children? Well, I've killed children too. High well, I'm going to let, let you go and bring me kills even though I've been killing people according to that homeless guy. And I also don't That was help. another thing. What the fuck was up with the homeless guy who bring just randomly attacks the guy, randomly attacks Corey, and then we think, oh... The homeless guy who's saying he's he is Michael Myers wants Corey to bring kills to Michael Myers, who's in the sewer, even though the homeless guy thinks he's Mike. It makes no sense. Nothing in this movie. And then he goes to Allison and says, I killed someone. And then they kiss each other. I'm like... Then they kiss each other, and that was the last time she brought it up. I know. I just looked at Derek. I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. The like, writing is just atrocious in this movie. The more I talk about it, the more I get upset. It's like Swiss cheese. It has a lot of holes in it. Yeah. I mean, think, okay, I, I know this is going to sound absurd. All right. I do. I know I said I liked Halloween Kills, and that's asinine to a lot of people. But Halloween Resurrection, one of the worst Halloween movies of all time. You had Buster Rhymes doing martial arts, <laughs> kicking Michael Myers in the nuts, r- wrapping him up with like Christmas lights or something and setting him on fire, right? That might be a better Halloween movie than this. And that movie was made as a concept and then they decided to throw Michael Myers in there and then killed off Laurie Strode in the beginning of the movie. And I'm honestly thinking like that movie at least put a smile on my face a couple of times. Whereas this movie literally pissed me off for it an hour, ass. hour 50 minutes. It dragged out. It just pissed me off. I wanted to get up and leave any chance I could. I literally was about ready to tell you to turn it off. And I'm like, I want to review this. And I want to see 
where they fuck up. And then I was just thinking to myself, well, if I turn it off now, then I'll never see the Lori and Michael fight. And hopefully that's redeeming. And then you get to that point and you're like, nothing is Ugh. redeeming. This feels, and like the cheesy way she writes her book too. Oh, it made the me cringe fuck? so bad. Suicide and cherry blossoms. Yeah. So there was themes about suicide. There was themes about being a survivor, being a survivor about maybe even some sort of hint at split personality or Evil. There are so many themes about evil that all these themes went nowhere, but it doesn't die tonight (laughs) because evil just changes shape. Now, that was a cool line, but that was literally the only cool line in the movie. The coolest part of the movie is when they showed the opening credits and James Hugh Courtney was listed as the shape. Yeah, I liked that because, you know, it was just like a little hat tip to... Saying, you know, hey, you've been a great Michael, and this is probably your last outing as the character, so let's give him an actual credit. He might have been credited in the other two, and I just didn't remember, but even the title card in this movie, the blue font, the theme in the uh, opening credits with the little hip-hop beat, I know they they always do different things with the Halloween theme in each movie, um, it, if you didn't know, but this one just felt flat to me. So I can't even say I liked the music. There's other Halloween movies that are bad, that are terrible, that I actually liked at least the music or the kills or, you know, there was some good smiles throughout the movie. With this, it just made me mad. And it's really hard to find anything redeemable. Zero out of ten Halloween pumpkins. But, you know, that's just my honest thoughts and kind of a rant honestly and you know there is people that are gonna like this movie and i celebrate that i really really do because i was so excited for this movie and if you don't believe me if you think i'm a hater there was like two days ago i posted a video about halloween ends where i was talking about the box office and how excited i was for this movie and how i believed in this movie and how i was thought that the creators and directors were proud of this film and what an ass i made of myself but you did not make an ass of yourself. I just wanted to be clear. I'm not a Halloween hater. There are so many Halloween movies I love. It's one of my favorite genres. I'm a big slasher Michael head. Michael Myers is my favorite slasher. Fuck yeah. And they did him dirty in this movie. That's why I'm upset. Because he deserved better. All the characters in this movie deserve better. And man. I But if the there are... The emotions felt really flat for me too. Everything felt flat. The emotions. There was no humor. There was... N- I, I like didn't I know said. what was driving the plot forward other than this teenage, like, CW... It uh, felt... Yeah! Yeah, CW teenage romance <laughs> love triangle bullshit. It felt like, like a CW. My, my grandma says I can't date you, so we need to sneak off on your motorcycle. And then there was, like, the group of high school boys that were, like, beating up this... This 21-year-old, he admitted he was 21 when yeah. that little kid died. He said, I'm 21, I don't get scared. It's so much, so much wrong with this movie. So much wrong with it. But the movie they were watching on that TV that scared that little kid was better than the movie we watched. Yeah, yeah. But hey, you know, these are just our thoughts, and these are our honest thoughts. And it's not like if you liked this movie, I'm calling you stupid or saying your thoughts are stupid. Your your opinion are just as valid as mine, and vice versa and you know i have some pretty dumb opinions and like i like halloween kills i'm not gonna apologize for it it's not in my top three but probably in my top five halloween movies maybe top four but halloween ends definitely not 
If you like this movie, though, please let us know in the comments why you do, because we would love to see why you love this movie. So then maybe if we ever do end up rewatching it, we can try to see the good in it. Oh, 100%. Because I hate that I couldn't be positive about this movie. Like, yeah. I always want to talk about what I love, and I don't want to, like, define myself by hate. And unfortunately, I just really did not like this movie at all. It was horrible. It's one of the worst movies I've ever seen. One of the worst horror movies <laughs> I've ever seen. Yeah, honestly, it was. It was one of the worst movies I've ever seen. I was going to say one of the worst Halloween or horror, but you nailed it. I mean, there will be fans of this movie for sure. And like you said, I'm really curious to hear their thoughts. Uh, you know, no one's... No one has to explain why they like it, but even if you just want to say, hey, I liked it, you don't have to defend your opinion. Um, you're just entitled to it. And I really wanted to like this movie. I celebrate anybody that does, but I've got a good feeling that I'm not going to be alone in my thoughts and my feelings. And with some time, I won't be as mad. So when we do a revisit, maybe I won't be as emotional. I'll be able to think more clearly and not so emotionally motivated, but I love this franchise and I just did not want to see it go to bed for another 10 years on this note. But at the same yeah, time, now no one's going to touch it for 10 years because it's going to be a to? poison apple. Yeah. Who wants to, who wants to retell this story again after two, for some people, mediocre sequels. Right. You know that someday in the future, well, this is my prediction. You and I are going to be like, I don't know, 50 or 60. So, pretty good amount of time in the future and it's gonna be like okay we're gonna make two sequels and we're only counting halloween 1978 and halloween 2018 and then we're going on from there oh boy yeah you're probably right <laughs> yeah it's gonna be like a reboot recall reboot. yes and yes. then it's gonna be like ignore these sequels and these sequels <laughs> yeah and it's gonna be like could someone explain these time? It's like Deadpool. Someone explain these timelines. Is it McAvoy? Is <laughs> <laughs> it McAvoy or Stewart? These timelines are so confused. That's how I feel with this franchise. I'm so confused. And none of my questions were answered. But I really hope that someone else can maybe answer them for me. <laughs> and yeah, that will do it for today. And I hope you guys like the movie more than us. I'm sorry that we couldn't be more positive because like Eleanor was saying, when we have a review, even if it's negative, we like to point out the things we do like. So I loved seeing um, Nick Castle. Nick Castle. It was so, so good to see him. And I know that he did record some breathing audio for the movie, which is great. I don't know which part it is. I'm sure Dead Meat will point it out when he does I that stuff. I bet you it's when it was in the sewer and it was so loud. That probably, was probably him. Probably, probably. And other than that, I really can't say much about my positivity towards this movie, or at least that's just how I personally feel. But let us know what you guys think. That will do it for this kind of spoiler discussion rant. And uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks for being here. Have a great day.